Hello, and thank you for listening to The Undetected Narcissist by Angela Meyer. So the subject I'd like to talk about today is 51 Obstacles to Leaving an Abusive Relationship. Now, initially, I wrote a blog post about the 50 obstacles to leaving an abusive relationship. And after I wrote it, I realized there was one more obstacle that was missing. And that obstacle is smear campaign. That's why I believe there should be 51 obstacles to leaving an abusive relationship and just 50 because when I get into this, you're, you're going to get it. I, I think you clearly will. So if you own your own business, if you're well known in the community, you're a public figure, or even if you're famous, you are most likely going to experience a smear campaign if you're dealing with someone that's narcissistic. And this can happen during and after the relationship. The narcissistic individual can threaten to ruin your reputation, destroy your business, even steal your clients. You can be smeared so badly that nobody will hire you within your town or even your state. And a narcissist can threaten to smear you so that you will be, let's say, kicked out of your church congregation. If you're in the film industry, a narcissist can threaten your career if you, even if you expose them. So when the narcissist starts his or her smear campaign, you can be completely clueless. You can think everything is fine in the relationship. I mean, people get into fights or disagreements all the time. And you can think or feel the disagreement was resolved. But if you belittled, embarrassed, humiliated, upset, or even slightly shamed the narcissist, you better watch out. Some narcissistic individuals are extremely passive aggressive and they'll want to teach you a lesson, a lesson of who is really in control and who has the power in the relationship. So let me give you an example. You could still be in the relationship, but the narcissist might speak poorly of you to their friends, family members, church members, the minister, on social media, and or even with their fans. A narcissist will play the victim and will create a triangle effect. And when they do that, what the narcissist is doing is they're playing the victim, you are the abuser, and the one listening to their sad story is the savior. So in my personal and professional opinion, the narcissist is creating an obstacle course or hole in which you have to climb out eventually. And at times you cannot because the narcissist can get others whom have sided with them to help shovel dirt on top of you. The more you suffer, the more power and control the narcissist will feel. And the attention is feeding their ego and the need to appear, appear important because most narcissistic individuals, they struggle with self-esteem and even a lack of self-confidence. That is why they feed off creating drama and chaos they are the center of attention. So even when I was still in a relationship, for example, with my son's father, he would smear me behind my back to his friends, coworkers, family members, and even to my daughter. And it made him feel good about himself to smear me because he was getting sympathy from others. And at times I was completely in the dark unless someone questioned his motives, behaviors, or actions. It explained why I would hear from his mom whispering and gossiping about me 
when um, she came over for special occasions. And during our relationship, my ex developed a drinking problem. And therefore, he projected his addictive behaviors upon me. And I'm assuming he said that I had a drinking problem. So when I offered, sorry, I'm laughing, but I do remember this. When I offered his mom a glass of wine at Thanksgiving, she would make slight comments through the evening that I needed to cut back on my consumption. And of course, my son's father would not touch a drop of alcohol when his mom was present. And it really baffled and confused me, even when I didn't have a drink in hand. So the same thing happened when my best friend would come over. His mom would make rude comments about my best friend when in fact she knew nothing about her. She was just going off his negative opinions about her. So the 51 obstacles to leaving an abusive relationship can be extremely challenging if you are in the public eye. Your whole career can be destroyed. People you thought were your friends have abandoned you. They can question your morals, actions, behaviors, and even your sanity. And so many people are trauma ignorant and we all need to become trauma informed. So when someone creates a smear campaign to destroy you or weaken your support system, it can give you PTSD. How can it give you PTSD? Our world can turn upside down. People you trusted can start to gaslight you, devalue, shame, and even hate you. Complete strangers can hate you because of all the negative things the narcissist said about you. And trust me, I know this fact. And so when you realize what really happened, you will feel blindsided. You might try to defend or explain yourself to people, but your cries can fall on deaf ears. You could be labeled the crazy one dysfunctional person, suicidal, a whore, a drunk, and or you could be accused of trying to ruin the narcissist's career or their reputation. Just remember to stand in your truth. Rise above the hate and the anger. You do not need to defend or explain yourself to someone that just doesn't care about you. Now, there was a great documentary out there about smear campaigns and about domestic violence. It's called Phoenix Rising. It's a two-part documentary with Evan Rachel Wood, and she talks about her experience and how she survived, is a survivor of domestic violence. She was groomed into silence. And it takes courage and strength to rise up and speak your truth. So when she first met him, that means Marilyn Manson, she was not even 20 and he was 37 years old. Because of the age difference and lack of life experiences on her part, he easily manipulated and exploited her. She even stated that he was delighted when her reputation was being publicly destroyed. And by doing this, he knew that she would end up being dependent more upon him. And this was the start of his smear campaign. He set her up by making her appear to be a homewrecker and a whore never taking responsibility or any responsibility for his actions or his participation. Now, in order to write my book, The Undetected Narcissist, I too had to rise out of the ashes and learn to fly again. So I am proud of Evan Rachel Wood for finally naming her abuser. But it is discouraging to hear that her abuser last month, March 2022, is suing her for emotional distress and defamation. 
I hate to say it, but this is a common narcissistic tactic. And so when Eben broke her silence, she got threats. And she was intimidated by Marilyn Manson's fans. Angry people know how to attract and manipulate other angry people. Victims can be stalked. Photos of their home can be posted on social media platforms. And I'm just going to share a few of the threats she received from his fans. And this is, I found it to be really disturbing. And I'm going to use swear words here. So here we go. I could bury her career in one minute. Fuck with Manson and you've got to fuck with me. Better watch it, bitch. Better watch it. Shut your fucking mouth. Shut it. Fucking shut it. Or I'll contact an LA gang and have you killed. I'm about crazy enough to come kill you myself. We know where you fucking live. Better watch it, bitch. That's some pretty harsh, strong, scary words to try to create fear and intimidation. And seriously, I would be looking into those people because they're clearly unstable. So I highly recommend this documentary. Most survivors of domestic violence need to speak up or the laws will not change. And it's sad that it takes seven to 10 years for a survivor to recognize the abuse. The trauma and abuse does change you. I feel the person who abused you should be held accountable for their crimes. And that is why I recommend every survivor of any form of abuse must see a trauma therapist. Why? Well, Evan Rachel Wood spoke about her PTSD and not being able to stay in a healthy relationship after the abuse. And she struggled. And I gotta tell you that that is very, very common for a lot of survivors is to struggle in forming a healthy relationship with another person. And you can struggle with the fear of falling in love again. Will I pick the right person? Will I pick the wrong person? You can still feel raw and vulnerable. And the real scary thing I'm just gonna confess here is even when you try to be intimate with the person again, you can feel disconnected. And when a person, let's say, tries to touch you in a certain way, your body could react in a negative way because you've been hurt so bad. And so it's really important to give yourself that time to heal and to speak to someone that can help you heal your heart. Because I think the biggest reason why survivors have such a hard time healing is they're stuck in anger, disappointment, discouragement, you can feel stupid and you're not, you're not. You're just a beautiful person that ended up in a really unhealthy relationship and it changed you. And I've seen beautiful people, I hate to say it, feel like they're just destroyed inside and you can feel that way. And that is totally normal. And that's why you don't want to take any of those issues into another relationship with someone else because you'll taint it. 
and you really need to focus on self-care and getting the knowledge and the wisdom about narcissistic people so you don't repeat the patterns the next time. Another thing I wanted to point out is Evan talked about how she struggles with chronic pain because of the abuse. And what I've learned by doing body work, recodes, and massage, anytime you have a knot in your body, a sore spot, that's trauma. It is your trauma right there coming up out of your body. And the real interesting thing is when you're healing from this narcissistic abuse, little layers of trauma come up and trauma does live within our body, within the cells. And so it's really, really important to do the self care, to get a massage or have body work or find ways to release the trauma trapped in your body so it doesn't cause dis-ease or chronic pain. And so I love how Rachel Evan Wood has become self-aware. And anytime someone steps up for her, it makes her emotionally break down. Just because you escape your abuser does not mean you are fully healed. You need to talk about what happened. You need to cry. You need to let go of the shame, the guilt, the self-doubt, and any of those emotional triggers because you're going to carry it over into your next relationship if you don't heal yourself and you don't resolve how you um, attracted this person in your life and why did you attract this person in your life. Because I look at it as everyone is our teacher. We're all here to teach each other something. So what I enjoyed the most about the documentary is it explored Marilyn Manson's childhood and his past. I know that a narcissist is not born. They are created. In Marilyn Manson's book, The Long Hard Road Out of Hell, he shared the following truth about himself. I was isolated. I was friendless. I was a small worm. I was a weakling. I had to sacrifice my humanity. I was a small shadow. I closed myself off to the world. Trust no one. I was bullied and abused in Christian school. For a man to confess this truth about himself is an interesting self-reflection. In a way, it appears to me like he is justifying how his past turned him into a monster. And when I say monster, I am using his words because he talked about the beast within him. Life is full of choices and opportunities. That's my belief. And I just wish he did not allow the beast to consume him. We all have a choice to go down the path of destruction or the path of light. And there is always many crossroads in the journey of our life. So he just took it too far and exploited himself really in the end. And just as the parents comes across as someone that is dark and scary and watching him perform on stage in this documentary and the way he spoke to his fans, I thought it was really disturbing. And it's really clear or transparent, I should say, that he wants to stand out and have the power to manipulate and control others because he's coming from that wounded place when he was a child, 
where he wasn't seen, he wasn't heard, he was weak, he didn't have power. And so he's coming from a place that is wounded and angry. And he projects his anger and his wounds upon other people. And I know that it must it must be really difficult to be someone like him. It's it's gotta be to be that angry and to be stuck in a body that is that angry and just thrives for violence, power, and control. And so now I have a better understanding of his rage, his anger, the need for public validation, power, and his hatred towards women. He has no empathy for anyone. I mean, not even himself. And people have been mentally, emotionally, sexually, and physically abused by him. So this documentary explores the often misunderstood aspects of domestic violence and how it impacts a survivor's life, how it impacts a survivor's mental health, even their career. And it helps to shed light upon the many various factors that prevent survivors from coming forward with their stories. And it can take a survivor years of aftershock and emotional trauma, which most people cannot comprehend or even understand. And that's why I stress that we need to all become trauma-informed instead of trauma-ignorant. Evan Rachel Woods is connecting the dots between the dynamics of her relationship with Marilyn Manson and the phases of clinical domestic violence. Many abusers are narcissistic and follow the phase of love bombing, devaluing, and discarding their victims. So this is exactly what happened to Rachel Evan Wood. Evans has successfully lobbied for the Phoenix Act, which I think is amazing. It is signed in the state of California, the California state law in 2019, extending the status of limitation for domestic violence felonies from three years to five years. I personally feel the statute of limitation for domestic violence felonies should be from seven to 10 years because it takes some victims that long to finally break their silence. Now I hope you can understand why there should be 51 obstacles to leaving an abusive relationship. Smear campaign, smear campaign. I hate smear campaigns. So when a narcissist starts a smear campaign, it can seem like a roller coaster ride. Just remember to rise above the chaos and the drama. Find people who will support you instead of questioning you or even shaming you. And thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you have a fantastic day. Shine your light out into the world. Be the beautiful person that you are. Have a great day. Bye.